is your financial expert and master mindset coach, Janae Cordy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So happy to have you. So it's summer, summertime, and one of the best parts of summer is the water, right? Swimming in it, boating in it, tubing across it, drinking it in the hot summer heat, maybe even from the hose if you so dare. <laughs> water is such an overlooked, precious gem that we are blessed with on this planet, in my opinion. And one of the most beautiful things about water is just how it flows. You know, it moves and bends and adjusts accordingly, depending on the scenario it finds itself in. So today, we are going to channel our inner water god or water goddess and learn to do the same. You know, just let it flow, baby. So we all love to have our plans and our goals, and we should. We 100% need to have a game plan and a vision, like we've talked about in many podcasts, such as gold digging and strategy, among so many others. But this is life, and the only constant in life is change itself. So what then happens when our plans don't really go according to planned? How do we let it flow and bend so that we can readjust and stand back on our own two feet after we're knocked down? Because we all have and will be knocked down in life. We all have or will experience loss from time to time. There's just no getting around it. No matter how hard you might try burrowing your head in the sand and pretending this won't ever happen to you, well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it will. You can't avoid it. Because life is a mixing bowl of both wonderful and not-so-wonderful experiences. And one part of life is loss. Experiencing loss is part of the human experience here on this astoundingly awe-inspiring planet we call Earth. <laughs> and loss sucks, like really bad. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. But it is also one of our greatest teachers and catalysts for growth and transformation. That is if we handle it the right way. You've heard the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Well, this is so true. And coming out from the other side of loss and rising from the ashes can make you a stronger, better version of yourself. That is, if you properly deal with the loss and the sucky pain that comes along with it. Loss can take the shape of so many forms. It can be a financial loss, such as having to file bankruptcy, losing your booty on an investment, having to close down your business, which you poured your sweat and blood into, losing a job, loss of money due to a medical condition or a divorce, loss of your dream home, or this can even go deeper and apply to many areas outside of your finances, such as the loss of a close friendship or a special love thing in your life. No matter which way it flows, loss is a part of life which is painful, but also so, so transformational. But in order to get the benefits of loss and not just the horrible experience of actually surviving it, I think it's best we really examine the topic of grief so that we can then understand what to expect. Therefore, using this knowledge to come out on the other side of loss stronger than before. 
Some of the most noted science on dealing with grief comes from psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who defined the five stages of grief in her work. So let's use this knowledge to build individual empowerment for ourselves. Let's examine the five stages of grief so we can understand what we may experience when dealing with a major loss in our lives. Because after all, knowledge is power. So number one, denial. Okay, so the first stage of grief is denial. We experience the loss, right? We get the news that we don't want to get, and then we say, nah, that can't be true. Certainly that's not true. I have such big plans. There is just no freaking way that that is true, right? This is when we may try to avoid the loss altogether. You know, put our fingers in our ears and sing, la la la, I'm not listening, because we absolutely do not want to hear the information or believe it. This can also be referred to as shock. And this stage will often have a nice grotesque tornado of both fear and confusion violently swirling around in your head. We may just psychologically freeze up altogether and all out refuse to intake the information that we absolutely do not want to hear or know or certainly we do not want to accept as the truth. Number two, anger. Oh, but you can't avoid the truth forever. So you eventually come to grips with understanding that yes, this is happening. Yes, I'm experiencing this loss, which I don't want in any way. But now what? Now what the heck do you do with yourself? Well, you get angry as all get out, of course. (laughs) You rage against whoever and whatever wants to step your way who you feel has had any minutia of cause or blame regarding the loss, including God himself sometimes. Basically, you rage against humanity. (laughs) Because after all, they deserve it anyway, right? So there are many shades of anger, all the way from agitation or annoyance to pure rage. And it doesn't really feel that great to be in a state of anger. However, understand that it is a normal part of the healing process to be angry. Just don't hurt anyone during this tumultuous stage of the grief process. Don't find yourself doing 10 to 20 in the local penitentiary or the local clink, because you couldn't keep a lid on that anger. Embrace this as a natural emotion that you will need to experience and then release from your mind and your body. But don't ever release your anger out by inflicting harm on others. That is never the answer and will only cause more issues that you honestly don't want or need. Find healthy outlets to release your anger like working out with a punching bag or screaming from the top of your lungs if need be. Find whatever productive method works for you to get through this anger. And there are many anger management resources available online that can also provide tips on how to deal with this anger stage. So please use these resources if you need them. Number three, bargaining. Now, let's talk about the bargaining stage. Okay, so this loss really sucks and I don't like it one bit, so how's about we do some bargaining to get rid of this nonsense, eh? (laughs) 
in the bargaining stage of grief, we like to try to play a little game called, hmm, let's make a deal. You know, make them an offer they can't refuse or do some quid pro quo talk. So this can sound like, all right, God, you do this and then I'll do that or vice versa. So for example, how's about you make my debt just magically disappear or maybe have me win the lottery right quick so I can pay off the backbreaking debt and then not have to go through bankruptcy. And in return, I'll never use a credit card again. In fact, I'll never even look at one of those no good evil scoundrels ever again, if that's what it'll take. So what do you say? You know, it's that kind of bargaining. This bargaining stage can also have a great deal of guilt intertwined in it, in addition to what if talk. So in this stage, you revisit the scene of the crime and start relentlessly asking yourself, what if I hadn't done that or that or that? Then maybe this whole thing wouldn't have happened at all. If only I could have, would have, should have, right? How could I have been so blind or dumb? So we've all been through this stage and you can legit drive yourself nuts here if you stay and visit for too long, what ifing yourself to death. It's a very good thing to reflect in order to fully understand what happened, but living in the past with guilt will not change your future. So just be aware of what is happening here. Reflect, learn, what if scenario the situation if need be in order to come to grips with it? Heck, even do a little bargaining with some magical fairies if you need to. But then let the past and what you cannot change about the past, no matter how many times you go over in your head, go. Let it go. Let it flow. And if you did make past mistakes to cause your loss, Forgive yourself, learn from your mistakes, don't repeat them, but then move forward with forgiveness. Number four, depression. So as you come to grips with your loss and your new reality and you accept that the magical fairies that you were bargaining with didn't really come through with the winning lottery ticket or Cupid didn't really bring your love back on his arrow, now comes the overwhelming sadness. Does anyone like to be depressed or sad? Um, no. At least I don't think so. Who the heck wants to go through a depression stage? Sure the heck not me. But this stage, like the others, is critical to our healing in order for us to move forward with our lives. Unfortunately, we must feel and experience the pain, sadness, and or disappointment. We can't numb it. We can't avoid it. We must go through it. Is it fun? No. Is it necessary to heal, grow, and become whole again? Yes. Remember, sadness is an emotion, and you can handle any emotion that you were born to experience. So handle the sadness through healthy coping methods such as going out into nature, going to church if that's what provides your heart with hope and faith, 
or partaking in other spiritual practices that make you feel good. Maybe try connecting with trusted friends or channeling the sadness through a creative hobby that makes you happy. Listen to music or read. Whatever it is that works for you. And if the depression becomes too much, don't be too proud to seek the help that you need by talking to a professional counselor or joining an appropriate support group. There ain't no shame in that. Ask for help from outside resources if you need it when going through this stage because we can all use a helping hand sometimes. Number five, acceptance. Yay, finally the last stage. We've made it through the horror show and are now at the happy ending, right? Well, maybe not necessarily. We may not be singing like three little birds on a doorstep singing sweet songs of melodies pure and true, like Bob Marley describes in his song, Three Little Birds. We are, however, now accepting the situation or the loss for what it is. We accept the loss as an experience we had to go through to endure that we cannot change. We accept the pain and the sadness we endured and the silver lining is that we are now so much stronger for having endured it. I guarantee you with the acceptance stage, you will feel transformed into a changed person having went through and survived what you went through. The battle will have made you stronger and wiser. So let's at least be grateful for that. So those are the five stages of grief. Kind of a depressing topic, I know. But I do believe it's important to talk about the negative parts of life too, including loss. I am a highly optimistic person, but the reality is that we all experience loss and pain. And understanding this experience will help you get through it more effectively when it hits you will be ready and able to handle it when the time comes. Really, the most important thing about this topic when it is all said and done is to try to take away any lessons which were meant to be learned through this experience. So once you are healed and back up on your feet, think back and ask yourself what lessons the whole nightmare experience has taught you. Reflect not from a place of dwelling or guilt or wanting to change the past, but from a place of finding meaning behind the loss and finding the lessons that it has taught you. Because what lessons we don't learn, we are bound to repeat. So if there are any takeaways or lessons from this loss, make sure to learn them and then move forward with optimism and hope for the brighter days that are ahead of you. So there are so many people in our rich history who have experienced loss and fell on hard times before rebuilding themselves back up to achieve amazing success in life. And the good news is that we all have this mighty potential within us. The following quote is from best-selling author J.K. Rowling, who is one of the most successful authors um, in the world. She said the following, Rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. So let's look at her ability to overcome adversity and loss, along with so many others like her in our history, as our inspiration that we can certainly do the same. 
So please rate and subscribe. I appreciate your support so very much. And you can find my blog and services on mindyourmoneycoach.com. Until next time, grow by allowing what doesn't serve you go and just, well, let it flow.